Hello, ladies and gentlemen. Welcome to episode one of the Sitting Fucks podcast. I am Tom, and with me is my co-host. Prime. And together, we are... I didn't know where I'm, where I'm going with that. Sitting fucks. We're doing jazz hands right now. You can't see it. We're just a couple of jerk-offs that are just hanging out, shooting the shit. And it's going to be... Just, do you think we're funny? We got nothing better to do. <laughs> we thought for this first episode that we would give a little backstory on who we are, how we know each other, what have you. So, let's take it back to... The 80s. We've known each other since, uh, what, you said kindergarten? Yeah, kindergarten. Now, I do remember our first interactions and whatnot, or semi-first interactions. Okay, because I don't. <laughs> well, so I, I just remember kindergarten, first grade, whatever. But then specifically, like, in second grade, like, you had, like, a party or something. Mm. And a birthday party, you know. And right. then you lent me your Bart Simpson's Nintendo game. <laughs> And I was like, oh, okay, this guy's kind of cool. But then what had happened was your little uh, cohort, your little friend up the block that I had an ongoing feud with for years, it was weird because you were friends with him and he was such an asshole. So yeah, so why don't we we actually go back a little bit? You said you had this situation with him for years, which I actually personally never really knew about or understood. So why don't we go back? What happened between you and this kid? You know, I don't, I just remember like going to his house and we were playing Mega Drive. And then for whatever reason, he just turned on me on a dime, Mm -hmm. just on a dime, just started being a dick. And then I don't know, maybe like a month or two later, we had like some stupid function at the school Mm. and you know, all the kids were there like playing around and shit while the parents are watching the older kids do like a play or something like that. And we were outside and frigging Gonzo got his older (laughs) brother and his friends and they all kicked the shit out of me. Oh really? Yeah. So So you were how old at this time? That was like third grade okay. so it was like the yeah it was like the next year or whatever next school year so that's what just had for, the no ongoing, for no reason for no reason for no reason they just decided so, yeah so that was our ongoing feud for mm. years why i absolutely hated him and the thing was i never kicked the shit out of him yeah because he was half the size of me yeah and there was nothing to gain from it i mean i wasn't even scared of his older brother or yeah. nothing but i just freaking i was just i knew there was nothing to gain from it they were considerably older than us too they were like four grades above yeah, us weren't scumbag, they scumbag yeah but the thing was I remember finally, like in eighth grade, I like snapped because I I can't remember what he did, but I said, I'm like, you're dead after school. (laughs) You're dead. And then friggin' our other friend, we'll just call him Filipino, I guess. (laughs) He's like selling tickets to the fight. So the teachers found out and the teachers like, all right, you guys are going to get expelled if you guys fight. So that was that. Then we went, you know, we went to high school and he was in my high school and and he just kind of changed. We weren't in the same group. Mm. So we just, it just kind of disappeared. Yeah. I mean, I was only ever really friends with him out of convenience because he lived literally a few houses away from me. Yeah. And he used to just come knocking on my door when he was bored. He'd be like, hey, like, let's go fucking throw rocks at cars or like whatever. (laughs) (laughs) You know, he's fucking stupid shit. He's such a piece of white fucking trash. But anyway, it wasn't until like seventh grade when we started like hanging out. Yeah. Because we would hang out with Filipino. Although I do remember maybe second grade-ish going over your house and being marveled by your real Ghostbusters tent. Oh, Uh, yeah, (laughs) You had this thing surrounding your bed. It was like this Ghostbusters, I don't know, you know. Bed tents. It was like a bed tent. Yes, like whatever. And I had never seen something like that before. I don't know. 
know if you remember. I was just, I remember like I had this like van. It was weird. <laughs> it was fucking van pent over the bed. I just remember having a nightmare. I remember seeing the State Puff Marshmallow Man like poking his head and I was terrified. And that must have been right after I saw Ghostbusters. But yeah, so. But yeah, so I remember then like hanging out with you, but I guess maybe we were in the same grade that year or so, whatever year that was. Well, because, you know, we only had like 20 kids. It was a each. small school, yeah. yeah. And so like they got split up half and half. So I was like never in class with you until eighth grade yeah. ish. And I wouldn't say I was a goody two shoes, but I didn't get in trouble. So I started <laughs> hanging out with you. I, I love for, that. You know, I love how I get the blame for your debauchery. Your bad influence. <laughs> bad kid man you know funny also is um john i feel like his father fucking hated me for the same reason because he thought i was a bad influence mm -hmm. we had our little adventures with the prank phone calls <laughs> the taping of the prank phone calls after we got the jerky boys <laughs> into our blood and stuff and we had the credit card scheme i don't that's what we should publicly yeah. disclose I, I think we're past the statue of liberty yeah and the uh, the kleptomaniac phase, you know what I mean? <laughs> when we used to steal from the baseball card stores all the time and shit like that. But, oh, you know, but going it's back, funny. do you think that every kid or at least every guy hmm. went through the kleptomaniac phase? No. You think it was just like us <laughs> no. and shit? I mean, well, I mean, just through virtue of having family members like siblings, cousins, you none know, of them ever did the shit I did in wow. life. You know what the other thing too was because I call him looks Irish, talks Italian, or I call him half and half. Half and half was the biggest kleptomaniac <laughs> of them all. You know, so between me, you, and him, mm. it was just like, oh God, that was crazy. And going to the shows and like stealing shit all the time. <laughs> I'm also though, like people tell me, or like my brother and my sister, they're like, I think your grade was just a fucking crazy grade because the kids in my school, in my grade, were not like you. So maybe we were just a generation that was like I I mean, off yeah. the rails. Well, the 90s generation, a bunch of pissed off kids. But, yeah. but that was one thing that I always, I've told you this before. I don't even know if you remember, but we went through that leptomaniac phase, but I never stole from my friends. Like that mm, was important yeah. to me, like never steal from my friends. And I remember one time, like half and half, I remember he stole like baseball cards from me. And then like, I went to his house and I'm like looking through, his, like, oh. he's like showing me his stuff. And I'm like, wait, this is fucking mine. Like what the hell? Yeah. You know? So, and I almost like stopped being friends with him. But the point I'm trying to make is I actually stole something from you once. What? And I felt fucking really horrible not bro. my remote control nes game <laughs> no no i didn't need the, to no, that, that you i voluntarily gave to you because because you could never beat me and you still no because still undefeated at nintendo a, remote control you made a trade for whatever reason i wanted to play the nes ghostbusters game and you're like okay here you take this stuff. you give me remote control and then when I was like, okay, I played the Ghostbuster game. I want remote control back. And you're yeah. like, no. no you're like, no, I'm not, you're not getting that. So when I was like, when I was like 15, I stole a bottle of vodka from your bar in the basement. <laughs> and that wound up being the first time I got drunk, drunk. Oh, really? Was from that bottle of vodka. Yeah, we had a lot of liquor in my basement. Yeah. <laughs> I, I felt so bad afterward because I'm like, I never stole from my friends, but I was mm. just, I was like, all right, I want fucking drink. You know what I mean? <laughs> so, and I remember I almost got caught. Like I fucking had that bottle of vodka. I had it like underneath my sweatshirt. My mom's like, what are you being all weird about? Because she like dropped me off at my friend's house. <laughs> you managed house. to get it out of my basement without me realizing. <laughs> I do. I don't know. And then, you know, like I wound up 
going to my friend's house. We wound up doing shots of vodka with coffee mugs and like obviously got obliterated. I lost my wallet, had to go like the cops called me the next day. They found it. But anyway, I like got home and was wasted and ran up the stairs was like, I'm going to bed. And I was like, oh, dude, I got away with it. Awesome. I laid down and I got the fucking spin so bad <laughs> and I barfed all over oh. the floor. And my mom comes up, she's screaming at me and she's like, you're drunk. What the fuck are you doing? And I was like, no, I, I had some bad medicine, you know? It was like, she's like, no, you're drunk. I was like, oh God. So there, not the very, because I remember when I was like 10 years old, going to my cousin's wedding and drinking champagne and mm. like being like, why am I getting all fruity and shit like that? <laughs> but anyway, like the first time I really kind of got drunk as mm. a teenager was from a bottle of vodka that I stole at your that's, house. That's a brand new story to me. I told you this once before. I really don't remember that. Maybe you did. I keep having people tell me they think I have brain damage because they're like, I told you this. I'm like, I don't fucking remember. No, that's just like, I don't know what my parents thought, but I know my parents knew that whenever we hung out, we were up to no good. Mm. Like the time when you left the message on my answer <laughs> machine about when you were working in Kmart. You got to get that in there in the first episode. Let's, yeah. All right, so let's rewind on that one. I'm working in Kmart at the time. It was my first job. I couldn't get a job anywhere because nobody wants to hire some like 16-year-old shit. Mm -hmm. And it was my grandfather, actually. I think he had gone to Kmart and he saw they were hiring and he grabbed this application. He's like, here, go work in Kmart. And I'm just like, what? I'll apply. What the fuck? I need a fucking job. I want to get a car. And they actually hired me and they had me all around it. Sometimes I'd be in the toy aisle. Sometimes I'd be in the sporting goods. Sometimes I'd be on register. But well, I I mean, I went there a few times to when you were in like the well, sporting yes. goods department. When yeah. I was in the sporting goods, the good thing about that department was they had their own separate register in the back. So you could theoretically make a purchase in sporting goods and then just walk out of the store. I, I have one specific memory okay. too of going in there. It was one of those things where like, <laughs> where like... <laughs> You owed me like $186 mm. from playing pool. And it was just like stupid kids bets. But you were like, I have to pay you back. You know, mm. at least you weren't like, you know. You, so anyway, I get there and you take all the sensors off of. I had <laughs> I got like a basketball, like ba baseball gloves. I got like all that. You took all the sensors off. And I remember I go. I go, yo, you sure? Are you sure <laughs> I, I could? Are you sure I'm good? You're like, no, you're fine. I was like, dude, just just double check it. You put the basketball thing next to the like sensor, and it just starts buzzing, and you're like, oh shit! <laughs> you're like, <laughs> you're like, there's this sensor inside. I was like, oh god. I'm walking the door like horrified. I'm I like, remember. If the alarm actually, goes off, I'm I remember booking. protesting. Like, I remember. You tell me, do it again. I'm like, it's fine. You go, do it. I'm like, oh. I'm like, real. Like, I didn't want to do it. And then I did. And like you said, it beeped. I'm like, oh, I guess I missed that one. <laughs> and you were like, you motherfucker. You're like, if this thing goes off on my way out. I would have dropped the bags and just started running, man. So that was, uh, that was a scheme we used to pull. The old checkout scheme. But then you left the message one day. So the holy grail was always the electronics. <laughs> If, you know, you'd look at it and you'd say, if I could get in the electronics, because they also had their own register. So you'd say, if I could get in the electronics section. <laughs> I mean, we could. We were like PlayStation. PlayStation. 64. Yeah, like fucking, tele like whatever, like whatever we could fucking grab, whatever we could carry, it was up. So yeah, so it was always considered like the holy grail. And one day, they finally put me in the, I guess maybe the normal guy that works there wasn't there. And they're like, they needed someone. So like, we're going to put you in electronics today. And I was just like, oh my God, it's happening. <laughs> <laughs>
And uh, it's finally happened to me. And I remember, I think maybe I only worked a four hour shift. So it was like, you'd only get like a 15 minute break. And uh, I remember on my 15 minute break, just like racing to the payphone outside <laughs> and calling, your, call me from the calling your house. <laughs> And then you you could tell the rest of it. The message that you received from uh, me. I just I, I got home and I got home late because I was I had to do something. And then my mom was just like, "You have a message on the answer machine." And I was like, "Oh, okay, yeah." She's like, "I don't want to know what it's about." I was like, "Okay." So like I go I go to the back room and I fucking play the message and it's you and you're like, "Prime, get here right now." They put me in the electronics department. Get here right now. <laughs> <laughs> and by then it was already too late. I called you up and you're like, no, nah, dude, no, nah, it's, it's too late. Oh. I was like, fuck. See, those are the days where we didn't have cell phones. Imagine. We had beepers, but still. I think that was even before I had a beeper. <laughs> I held out as long as I could, but. But if that had happened today, I would have just called you on my, or sent you a text on my cell phone. If that happened today, we'd be in jail. Well, that's the other thing you've mentioned over the years, is you've said maybe that's for the best, that yeah. <laughs> that didn't end up working well, out. Well, we've both had our run-ins <laughs> with the fuzz, so that's no difference there. But, um, yeah, I mean, I, I'm sure we would have gone overboard and, and tried to take way too much shit, and it would have been... Uh... And then we would have got busted like a, <laughs> like our friend CeeLo. Okay. <laughs> Would have got busted with a fake with a fake box, <laughs> or like the other establishment I worked at, which I won't name, but <laughs> in, in which case the entire fucking staff got fired for everybody's robbing the store blind. It's funny because I remember my dad was like, "Oh, I want to go get this," and I'm like, "I know where we can get some." <laughs> I was like, "I know where we can get some for free," <laughs> and we went. And, and, you know, I got it and I brought it back and he was like, I don't want to know. Just, I don't want Well, to then know. I remember there was another time, actually, you came in with your father. Mm -hmm. And I remember I did my scheme, bagged up your shit. And then your dad was kind of like lingering, like saying something to my manager. And I'm kind of just like, <laughs> get him out of here. <laughs> get him out of here. <laughs> yeah. And then I just... I remember you, whenever it was later on, a couple of weeks, months, whatever it was, you were just like, bro, I quit. I'm like, why? You had a good thing. I was like, why quit? You're like, bro, something's going down. <laughs> something's going down. And, and I don't know what it is, but I just want out. And the very next day you called me and you're like, bro, everyone got busted. Everyone got arrested. I was like, you lucky bastard. Yeah, I could tell people were getting sloppy and like we, we, <laughs> we had we had a system. That's the thing. We it was like a well-organized machine we had in which we could steal shit and nobody would ever know. Right. I feel like we sound like such scumbags. <laughs> but it's like we this, was, this was teenage angst bullshit. We didn't not like we were robbing houses. Well, here's you the know? thing. I, and from my point of view, I always looked at myself as a bit of a Robin Hood. In, <laughs> yeah, you fucking in the sense that I felt like I didn't rob from people. I robbed from big businesses. You know what I mean? <laughs> like, it's like, yeah, fucking Robin Hood. It's like, you know, rob from the rich, give to the poor. In that case, I was the poor. So... <laughs> Oh, to, as far as I was concerned, it's like, ah, who's getting hurt here? You know, just some big business. Mm, God, that's, oh, wow. It's it's in the past. That's yeah. why I was asking you if, if you thought that it was just us or if that was something that all teenage boys do or something. No, I definitely don't think it was all teenage boys. I definitely do think our group was maybe a little bit more inclined to criminal activity. 
Yeah, I don't think anybody else like Filipino didn't really get too involved. Although he was a little bit of a derelict. We had we had one instance I remember. He was like the only kid who had the internet back then. And it was like, I, yeah, I remember the first time I ever saw a triple X porno. He showed it to me, and I was like, "What is this?" And that basically led to a lifetime of feverish masturbation. You know. But still. But yeah, I remember him and CeeLo, as you referred to him previously. Mm. The three of us had devised a scheme to steal Oakley's from the yes, from the mall. That. You remember the mall. that scheme? <laughs> I don't know how, but I think CeeLo had somehow realized, like he reached over the counter of this Oakley. It wasn't a stand in the middle of the mall, but it wasn't in an actual store. You know what I mean? It was like yeah, a, it was the kiosk. It was a kiosk of swords. And like, I guess he had reached over the end and he had taken like a bag or something. But the gist of it was that he realized I reached over the thing and it wasn't locked. Mm -hmm. And like, theoretically speaking, if I knew that, I could have actually grabbed fucking expensive ass sunglasses. <laughs> and we were talking about this for a while. We were just like, we're gonna go. They don't lock the thing. And like one of us will distract the person and then the other one will reach over. Well, I remember that it morphed. It morphed into he was going to hide in the bathroom and wait until the fucking wait until the mall closed yeah, and then go to the kiosk. It reminds, that reminds me of Better Call Saul. You know what I mean? With freaking with Jeffy running around. <laughs> you know? And yeah, I can't remember it, why, it but something happened that you guys were like, nah, it, it did can't morph be done. Well, I do remember we there was a day we actually went to do the deed, and the three of us went, and I, I think we were in the mall after they'd closed, and we were there, and nobody else was around. Mm -hmm. And so it had morphed. I was going to just hop over the, the counter, whatever, mm -hmm. and I was like, all right, you look out that way. You look out this way. So, you know, I'm covered from both ends and then I'm going to hop over the thing. I, I had a bag with me and I was just going to like unload the fucking the display case or whatever. And right as I was getting ready to like make my jump, CeeLo was like, stop. <laughs> <laughs> and then and then I guess the security guard was like riding the corner or whatever. And he was like, all right, we better get the fuck out of here. <laughs> so that scheme never went to fruition. No, but. The other th well, maybe we shouldn't even talk about the other thing, but with CeeLo, but that that was that was pretty funny. And I was with him when we got the initial information. <laughs> so I mean, I, should we say it? I don't know. <laughs> I mean, it's so well. You ago. and I didn't do anything. Well, kind of. I mean, I personally didn't do anything. Well, yeah, I. So our, our friend CeeLo. So we. <laughs> I, I feel awful now because this actually could have hurt someone, but we got busted, so <laughs> I guess nobody got hurt. Again, we're not scumbags. This is just <laughs> stupid kid shit, you know, for kids that were a little fucked up, I guess. But he had just got the internet. He was like the second kid, and he was like, bro, we could like order stuff off the internet and have it delivered and use somebody else's credit card. Right, and this came about because he had just randomly found a receipt for a credit card somewhere. I don't know. He picked up some piece of paper on the ground or whatever and he was like, this is a credit card receipt. And back then, they put the full information on the full credit card number the, yeah like it was all printed on there they didn't know better yeah. that like people were gonna a week later them. me and CeeLo went dumpster diving at the mall <laughs> and we were literally in the dumpster we were literally in the dumpster like grabbing receipts and shit like that so CeeLo ordered what he ordered a 42k modem 
and or he had ordered a bunch of stuff, right? What did he actually? So I, so what actually? Was, so there was one day where I, I, wherever I had been, I had come home and my family was out. Thank God, I came home to a box sitting at my front door, addressed to. Juan Maricon was the name on it. Because of the name, I immediately know <laughs> who it came from. And I'm like, oh, what the fuck is he sending to my house? And I get inside, I open it up, and it's pornos. Um, I don't know if you've ever seen a classic like 90s era porno before. They used to come in these massive boxes, not like a regular VHS tape. You remember that? They used uh, to come in these like really big, like almost like remember how the old PC games used to come in a giant yeah, fucking yeah, box? Yeah, yeah, yeah. It was kind of like that. They would come in these oversized maybe because for the porno store so they wanted like a bigger picture to show like i guess so. i don't that's know that's what when you go to the porno store that's all you saw was the box right on the thing uh, yeah so it's these massive boxes of these pornos i remember specifically one of them it was like seymour butts backdoor pool party like <laughs> volume three <or> something. <laughs> and i just remember like being like this motherfucker said <laughs> he's using you as the patsy and i call him up i'm like yeah CeeLo, <laughs> i got a package today he's like i'll be right over <laughs> <laughs> uh, which then led to him getting cocky and uh so he ordered his 42k modem which at the time was like the most advanced thing ever <laughs> and he had he had sent it to somebody's house down the block and so after school he saw the package and he walked down the block and he grabbed the package but it was empty well i think he had actually done this successfully several times prior yeah and that's actually what ended up happening was he was just using the same person's credit card again and again yeah again he got cocky and because we got it from the mall they lived locally yes so this person had gone to the cops and they said somebody's using my credit i mean it's crazy to think back then how disorganized everything was right they're like we don't know what the internet is like, <laughs> we have no we have I mean, no idea how to solve just this like, we don't know they're like I don't, I don't know what you want us to do about this <laughs> we have no idea so this woman took matters into her own hands and said okay i see where this guy is sending this shit i'm gonna plant a fake package <laughs> and camp out with a video camera and stake him out and stake him out and lo and behold actually worked yeah. he, he goes he walks home from school one day she's oh one of my packages came picks it up brings it home opens it nothing inside <laughs> threw it out the window and didn't he, didn't he call you like hysterical he, call, he called me hysterical <laughs> he's like i just i just got a package i brought it up Open it. Nothing's inside. <laughs> Threw it out the window. He's like, now that I'm thinking about it, there was a woman sitting in her car. I think she was videotaping me. I think I'm fucked. And, I and to me, I think this is hilarious. Yeah. You know. So I came to find out the same day. I guess she brought this to the police. She mm. showed it to them, whatever, and he got arrested. <laughs> And, because I remember he was like off the grid for hours until I finally heard back from him and he told me what had happened. Mm -hmm. So naturally, I go to school the next day and I start telling everybody that he's <laughs> 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 And then he got a little aggravated. He's like, dude, what the hell? I'm like, but it's funny. Yeah. <laughs> oh, God. But yeah, I had done nothing wrong in that. I just had some shit sent to my house, which I didn't ask for. And uh, yeah, I only I, went dumpster diving. You were slightly more <laughs> compliant in. Well, yeah, I guess so, but still. Didn't you also have a a male friend that you wanted to start some scheme with? Well, there was something. I had that odd relationship with my mailman. 
which is kind of kind of hard to explain. So that's starting to sound really yeah, weird. Well, so I had this mailman, and he's one of those guys who thought he was a cool dude. You know, he's kind of hippie-ish a little. And Now, mind and you, at like, this time, you're like, what, 15? Yeah. And this guy's how old? Like 30s? 40s? Uh, yeah, I don't know, 30s, 40s, whatever. <laughs> and, like, he's supposed to be delivering mail. He's, like, shooting hoops in my front lawn. I remember another time he, he went down the slip and slide and tried to run down and slipped and cracked his head on the fucking ground. <laughs> He showed me the Pamela Anderson porno. He's oh, like, that, that's weird. Yeah, that is. Uh, that is fucking weird. He, uh, he's like calling up Wait, his Wait, where did he show you this porno? In my living room. And my parents weren't home So he yet. brought it. He brought a tape? He had a tape and he was like, yo, check this out. So a guy in his 30s, 40s, whatever, is like, I'm, know, let that's... me show this 15-year-old kid a fucking... Like, that is fucking weird, dude. Well, now, You're lucky you didn't get... Now, when you think about it, yeah. But back then, it was like everybody in town knew him because he was always jiving with everybody. And then he, like, he would be calling his bookie from my house. <laughs> I'm like, He's like, yo, let me use the phone for a minute. I'm like, uh, okay. He's like calling his bookie. I remember one time... I felt so bad. We were pelting him with snowballs and there was a hunk of ice in one of the balls and knocked his ass out cold on the fuck. He was out cold on the fucking street. Really? Yeah. Dude, I stole his mace and I fucking maced his ass and he didn't realize it until he was walking down the block and his ass started burning and shit. He would like give me I'd be on my rollerblades and I'd be holding on to the back of the mail truck. He'd be going down the street. What do you think of Marty McFly? Like, Dude, 20, 25 miles an hour rollerblades is horrifying <laughs> to a 12-year-old, okay? Meanwhile, I can't see anything because I'm sketching on the back of the truck. I'm trying to dodge. I'm trying to dodge manholes and shit. <laughs> But so there was a house around the block uh -huh. that was being renovated. Like the guy died. Oh yeah, I remember now. Yeah, you remember another reason about that house too? My first, <laughs> uh, my first run-in with the law. But anyway, so we were gonna drop stuff off there, and he was kind of with the whole scheme. But then got busted, and that was the end of that. Oh, so that's why that didn't go any further because of yeah. And plus, oh, CeeLo, because CeeLo got uh, plus yeah because CeeLo got busted so that was the end of that and then he got fired because he used to give kids like you know like if you wanted to go around the block or if you want to go a couple blocks mm -hmm. he'd give you a ride in the mail truck <laughs> and somebody fell out of, you know how they always leave the door open somebody well, kid fell out <laughs> while he was fucking giving them a ride the kid got fucked up so he got fired and then i actually 20 years later my friend's like let's go to the strip joint this shitty 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 strip joint which i didn't know how shitty it was on the other side of my town right. now where people get shot mm -hmm. and i walk in the door and there's this guy's like 300 pounds like huge and he's just like i know you and i'm looking i'm looking at it, and then all of a sudden it clicks i'm like dude and like <laughs> we're like hugging and we're like talking about old times it's crazy well i'm glad that story had that ending because i feel like it could have gone another way with and then he child molestation <laughs> yeah. Yeah, no. I mean, especially when you're saying he's like giving kids rides in the mail truck and shit. I'm just like, this. Nah, he never ever got weird. Uh -huh. He was, he just always, he just felt like a big kid. You uh -huh. know what I mean? But yeah, the Pamela Anderson porno thing was that's I a guess, bit of a red flag. Yeah, it's you know a little bit. Of, of course, I was like, can I at the time, you're like, I just want to see the fucking. Yeah, can I borrow this? <laughs> can I take this in the back room for five minutes? <laughs> 
Which reminds me, we had the, the Scrambler. Mm. So, like, we had all the pay-per-views and shit like that and watched, like, all the boxing and, like, the wrestling events and all that shit. But one of the other things, too, was we got the freaking porno channels. And I don't know why, but at some point, it just kind of stopped working. But it was just the greatest thing, being, like, 12 years old and having fucking yeah. porno readily available. I mean, I can't even imagine because, I mean, I had HBO or, like, Showtime. I had some of the premium cable channels. And so, for me... Me, I would watch these really shitty B, C, D movies. Porn. Yeah, like Shannon Tweed, like mm. fucking. Even the stuff on the Discrambler wasn't hardcore. Mm. But like I said, after Filipino showed me that yeah. tape, I was like, oh God. And I remember I got caught. I got caught jerking off by my mom too. <laughs> I just remember like I was watching it and I'm jerking off. And then, you know, when you hear like the footsteps coming, but you know. <laughs> You know that they're gonna reach the door before you could <laughs> before you could do anything. So I tried to like pull my pants up real quick, and only the front got in my pants, so my ass was still hanging out. And she barges in. She's like, "What are you doing?" And I'm just like, "Uh, I, I'm watching Beavis and Butthead." And, 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 they were mooning the TV, so I was mooning the TV too. And she was just like, gave me this dirty look, like she knew exactly what was going on. <laughs> I was like, oh, God. You ever have a situation where you couldn't get the porn off <laughs> the computer? Oh, yeah. Oh, God, yeah. I had one of those where I could hear steps coming down the stairs. The dreaded steps. I guess it locked up or whatever. Mm -hmm. And then literally, it's like, last resort, just turn the <laughs> fucking monitor off. And then I'm just sitting there on a black screen. <laughs> it was the same thing in college. You'd be in the dorm, and then you'd be jerking off. <laughs> and then all of a sudden, you hear the key card in the door, and you're like, oh, you know? You're like... <laughs> You're like, put it away. Jeez. I just remember having a very unhealthy connection with masturbation as a young child. <laughs> you know what I mean? I remember like one of the, like, do you remember how you found out? How I found out. Yeah. Like, like, like what, like what this could about? happen. I mean, I, I guess just from all of us talking about it, or I don't know, because I was somebody who back in our day, we all used to bust each other's balls about jerking off. Like, oh, but you jerk off. Like, no, fuck you, you jerk off. Yeah, like, you can't get girls. <laughs> right, it was seen as this bad thing to do. Like, oh, you're pathetic, you gotta jerk off. And mind you, all you motherfuckers were jerking off. <laughs> while playing this, like, oh, I don't do that. And I was really not jerking off because I had some form of integrity. I, that I, I, love, I love how you're still living the lie 30 years I, later. I swear to God. <laughs> I, love, I love it. I love how you're still denying it. And it's true because when I finally did start doing it, I had such a feeling of intense shame and resentment <laughs> for myself. Like I would do it and then I'd be like, I'm going to hell, I'm a horrible person, I'm pathetic, whatever. I'm never doing that again. Mm -hmm. And then fast forward a couple months. I just, when I first figured it out, you know how like you go through this progression, you know, like it started out with just two fingers rubbing it, <laughs> then like three fingers, and then finally like you grasp it or something. But I just remember being at a friend's house and it was like after school and going to the bathroom and I'm like, all right, I'm gonna do this. But because I was only like rubbing it with two fingers, it took forever. And so his mom is like knocking on the bathroom door. She's like, you've been in there a half hour. You know what, are you okay? I'm like, I'm all right, I'm all right. You know, like trying to finish why, it. Why was that the moment you decided you needed to do this? I, I 
Dude, you know how you get those urges. I don't generally get those urges when I'm at other people's homes. Yeah, you know, you never know when nature comes and comes Are you watching knocking. pornos together or something? Like, I don't understand. No, I just had this weird obsession with jerking off in weird places. It felt like an adventure, mm. almost. I got, I, all right, so I got a story for you. So, do you remember my room in my old house mm. at all? You remember how my bed was, like, right up against the wall almost? Yeah. So, well, whatever. So, my bed was, like, right up against the wall mm -hmm. and the only thing in between was the like heater where the heat would come up yeah so for years upon years upon years i would just fucking, i just know where this is going already. i would just it would be at night i'd fucking want to jerk off before i go to sleep i'd just <laughs> shoot it over the edge into the abyss you know like like someone would hit the wall whatever <laughs> but most of the time i was just shooting it into the fucking in between so i did that for years Okay, years. So finally, my parents split up and we were moving out of the house. So we moved, we moved our furniture and there was this like, this like unholy hieroglyphics all across the wall. The carpet, the carpet, the carpet had petrified into like stalactites okay and i just remember helping my dad move the furniture and he saw this and it was just like he was just like what the fuck is that and i was just like uh and you know like i had to come up with something quick i was like ah uh, you know few times I was drunk and I kind of puked over the side and didn't clean it. Dude, it was, it was a horror story. Imagine like hundreds of loads across the wall and the fucking, the word, the, the, the section of carpet just frozen, just frozen in, in fucking, in stance. The, the look on, the, the pure look of horror on his face when we moved the bed. And me too, because like I never thought anything of it. And then next thing you know, there's, you know, there's your monumental shame, like for all to see. <laughs> and you're just like, you're in shock, so you don't know what to say, you know? I love the fact that you still try to cover it with a lie instead of just copying to me. I mean, I would think your dad, of all people, would be like, I, I, he would maybe understand, like being a guy. What, what am I going to say, dad? It's, it's, it's. It's seven years of fucking loads. <laughs> He'd be like, do you do anything else besides this? You know, like, Jesus. Dude, it was so, oh God, I was so, so ashamed. He was like, I guess we're going to have to cut that section of the carpet out. <laughs> He's like, but you're painting the wall. I'm like, all right. <laughs> I wonder if that's still there. It's probably just underneath the paint. A part of you is going to live on in that house forever. It's just, uh, yeah, just weird, doing weird stuff. I always felt like I was kind of a little bit of maybe like two or three chromosomes away from being a psychopath, but... That's generous. Now that now that we're older, you know, it's funny. What are you going to do? It's funny, you know what I mean? Mm. But there's a little bit of an insight. There's, yes, a little bit of an introduction. Hope you're not horrified. <laughs> we, we've got some, some stories of, of criminal activity, some stories of... Shameful masturbatory so, incidents. Yeah, it's all in the past. You know, we're relatively normal now. Relatively. Yeah. Shit's funny. All the <laughs> shit I've been through, dude, 
you know, it's kind of fun to share. People laugh, laugh at you, laugh with you. It's funny now. Like, I'm not embarrassed. It's what it is. But uh, I guess it's just kind of what we're going to do. If you've ever thought, I would love to hear the insight from somebody who used to jerk off into the space between his bed and the wall for seven years. <laughs> this is the podcast for you. You know, it's a... Uh, you're going to have a very candid conversation <laughs> when it comes to us. The good, bad, and the ugly. I suppose that's kind of what defines us compared to most other people. What you see is what you get yeah. with us, you know what I mean? We're not like most people where we're trying to fucking, where we put on a happy face and then we go home and beat our dog or something, <laughs> you know? Yeah, so I uh, hope you guys have enjoyed this episode one of our podcast yeah. we're probably gonna talk about movies experiences video games it'll be a, a whole you got variety some, uh, of subject matter yeah if you have something on your mind that you want to hear about that we might have an interesting take on give us some suggestions yeah i'll see about setting up some kind of a feedback thing so that people can chime in and yeah so i guess i guess we know a little bit more about each we other do as well. a little bit there's some things here that were new to me it all comes out <laughs> Well, thank you everybody for listening to the Sitting Fucks podcast. Be sure to tune in next time when we have a discussion about Halloween. Bleh, bleh. We'll be discussing all things Halloween, movies, costumes, experiences, what have you. Yes, we're going to leave you wanting for more degenerate stories. <laughs> so that'll be another time. But I'm sure there'll be a few degenerate stories that make their way into the Halloween episode. Oh, I'm sure there will be. So be sure to check that out and we'll see you guys next time. Thank you.